My name is Ed Frawley. My wife and I own Learberg. I have a good question that came in to our Ask Cindy portal on the front of Learberg.com. And again, I say this at the beginning of every one of the videos that I do, and that is you don't need to be a customer to ask us a training question or a question on behavioral problems, uh, breeding, health problems. And if we can, we're going to answer it. And there are times when we're going to have to write back to you because you didn't give us enough information and we need to get a little bit more information before we can give you what we think is a, is a useful answer to your problem. So this one is about a dog that is a very nervous dog. This lady has an 18-month-old German Shepherd that she's taken through obedience classes and it's still very, very... Uh, nervous, it uh, has a hard time focusing when it's away from the house. And I'll talk about this. First I'll read it and then we'll talk about it. We have an 18-month-old German Shepherd that we've had since it was a puppy. She has had training in puppy preschool and basic obedience since she was five months old. Just a side note here is we don't really recommend people taking their young dogs and doing basic obedience with them at five months of age. I think you're better off waiting until it's, number one, until it's done teething. And that varies from breed to breed and dog to dog. Usually they have to be older than six or seven months. Plus they're a little more mentally mature to start your basic obedience at that age. Uh, before that age, almost everything we do is built on building our relationship with our dogs. And we have an excellent course that we did with Michael Ellis on how to build a relationship with a dog, be it a puppy or be it an adult dog, an adult rescue dog. There are things that you can do working with engagement with these young dogs. And if you focus on that for the first part of the dog's life, if you focus on building a relationship with your dog in the first part of your dog's life, teaching it behaviors and basic obedience, it's nothing, it's easy, it goes really, really quick. But you can make mistakes trying to do too much formal obedience too young with a dog, and that's when you see dogs hate obedience. We want our dogs to love going out and working with us. We want our dogs to look forward to obedience training because they look at it as a way to get rewards, they look at it as a way to play with us, and they enjoy it. So anyway, back to this. Our trainer follows the styles of Ed Frawley and Michael Ellis. Lots of movement and play, treats, and timed corrections. I don't know what a time correction is. I don't know that... I put that... I, I read it. I don't know what it is. I have a big question mark here. Because on young dogs... I don't know that there is a timed correction for anything. My German Shepherd struggles to focus when out of the house. At formal training, she will not eat or play. Every noise or movement distracts her from focusing on me. At home, I can get her to follow instructions, and she looks to me to give the next command and receive her reward. So basically what she's saying is, is that at home, the dog is engaged with her. Take it out of the home, and she loses that engagement. 
take a, when a dog won't take, uh, <laughs> won't play or take food rewards, it's mental state, it's not with you mentally. And you shouldn't even try and do obedience training with that dog when it's in that state of mind. But I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that in a minute. So, we live on 80 acres away from cars and people. She's been taken to our small county town, to the park, the dog park, or to training a minimum of once a week. This environment still overwhelms her. She will play in an open, in an open park, however. When closer to traffic, she will shy away. She will run and sit underneath the table that I'm sitting at or my chair. We continue to just ignore that behavior and not reward her for doing that. Well, that's good. You don't want to reward her for acting like she's nervous because that just tells the dog, I was right. That is a scary car, or that is right. Those people over there are scary. You don't reward that, you ignore it. She's had no issues with riding on mowers and thunder and gunshots at home. How do I reduce her anxiety? So, there's a huge difference between playing and training exercise at home and then going out in the world in a highly distracting environment. Those are two totally different things. And it's so common for new dog owners to miss the point that in your kitchen, in your garage, in your backyard, you can get your dog to train to follow the commands that you want them by using rewards and play and yada yada and high value food rewards. But take that dog and put it in the front yard, put it in the park across the street, and it acts like it's deaf. It's never heard sit or down before. Two different, two different areas, two different mindsets. And in this case, this lady has already said she's got a trainer. So what we would do is go back and say, what does your trainer recommend you do? We would ask her because if he's following in the systems that we have, in our courses, he should be able to give her some advice. And basically, what we would say on a dog like this is, if it's doing what we want in our backyard, in our house, in our garage, in our front yard, and they live out in the country like this, we would probably put the dog in the car and drive it someplace, get it out of the car, maybe at the park when nobody else is around, no other dogs are around, get her out of the cart and work engagement drills right there. And we would only work engagement drills for a minute and put her back in the car and go for a ride. Of course, we would also have already done these engagement drills at home. We do have an excellent online course on engagement. We have a couple of online courses on engagement. So we would gradually extend this. We would probably go to the same spot in the park all the time, nobody around. And once we've done that 10 or 15 times, go 10 feet away from your car, then extend it, go 20 feet away from your car. 60 cents, seconds of engagement, fun engagement, the dog's all excited, she wants to play, she wants more of your high value food rewards, put her back in the car and go home. Put her back in the car and go for a ride. You know, gradually extend that out until you're going further and further into the park and you're not doing any training, you're just going out, you're working on engagement and you're only gonna be there for a minute or two. The old story of, Oh, I'm going to do my dog training today, and I think I'll cut it down to 20 minutes today. 
No, that's not how you do it. <laughs> do three sessions of a minute or two minutes or three, sec three minutes in a training session and put your dog away. Let him go lay, let him go lay down, put him in the X-Pen, put him in the dog crate, put him in the crate of the, the back of the car if the hatch and all the windows are open. Let him think about it. I do have to say that, so this lady said that she will take her, when the, when the dog is shy at the park and it runs and lays underneath the table or runs underneath the chair and she withholds a dog treat at that point in time, that doesn't mean anything to the dog. I mean, that, that has no effect at all. Number one, you shouldn't give her a, a treat. And number two, withholding a treat does not train that dog not to be nervous. You're only going to build confidence in your dog by doing many, many reps of these short engagement sessions with your dog in different environments. And I said before, go to the park, you know, get yourself, get your dog acclimated to buy the car further and further away, and then go someplace else and start all over. And when you go someplace else, get the dog out of the car, right there next to the car, run an engagement session, put the dog back in the car and then extend it out and do that more and more. That should be your job, that's your training. Don't worry about teaching commands, sit down and come in these places. If you can't get engagement, you're not gonna train behaviors, it's just that simple. If you can't motivate a dog to want to do something with you for your food rewards, for your toys, your only option is to force the dog. And if you have a dog that's already shy to begin with, and then you start layering in pressure when the dog is nervous, then you got a train wreck waiting to happen. But keep in mind too, that there's a genetic component to some dogs. And you can't change the genetics of a dog. You can modify them a little bit, but if you're gonna approach this the way we're talking about here, and the dog does have a genetic problem, you might not be able to solve it. You're just gonna have to figure out how to live with it, and you have to deal with the dog that you have in front of you. So you have to keep in mind that you can improve your dog's behavior through thoughtful training, but if you have a dog that has genetic issues, there's always gonna be setbacks and you have to be prepared for it. And if you have a setback, the best thing you can do is to leave that environment and go home.